0: Welcome back and happy Monday. I'm Lo and I'm faith and we're back with episode 7 of Skin Talk.
1: We're diving into all things chemical peels, a little updates, um a little story on what's going on with your background um and all that. So let's dive in and let's, let's talk, talk skin. skin.
0: All right, guys, so like Faith just said, we're talking about chemical peels today, yeah. which I know that we both are excited about, and that is definitely, at least in my opinion, Faith's forte. Oh, yeah. We all have, like, a little niche that mm-hmm. you kind of, like, find your way into Yeah. in really any business. Um, and any career and faiths is definitely chemical Peels. This is definitely um, like my baby,
1: yes, like my go to, my favorite thing to do, my most beneficial thing to do. Yeah, so I think it's just, I think we all find the things that we like grab onto in our business or whatever, and sure. like stick to that and grow on that. So, yeah, there's definitely my things. Um, do you also want to talk about what's going on? yeah first let's talk setup. about yeah first let's talk about the
0: setup i can Definitely feel that, I different. Can feel
1: that. <laughs> we're trying out something new we haven't yeah. talked about this well, i was idea kind of just popped up um, faith
0: does this all the time she'll be like this is my idea and then i like
1: pop up and meet up with her again the idea is completed but you were so <laughs> down no though. i was you i was like I like sent it to you and I was like this is kind of cute and you're like no I like that. Yeah, <laughs> and really I was nice. like okay, I'll, let me print some <laughs> Yeah, print some stuff out. Um so it's kind of cute. I don't know if we're going to like keep it or like upgrade the quality of it or right. like, do what or like if we're just going to like it the way we like it. Um we had talked about kind of moving um, where are we actually sitting right now to a other location for when we do take on guests eventually? Yeah. So we're kind of thinking maybe staying here and maybe having a panning camera to our to, guests. A, to our guests. So we don't really know what we're going to yeah. do with that yet. Or if we're going to move and open up the space. Um, Because this is a little corner right here that's yes. kind of small and tight. It's,
0: what you see is what you yeah.
1: <laughs> section. Um, so we're going to figure out what we're doing with that. Uh, we talked about possibly bring in on guests yeah. pretty soon.
0: I feel like possibly. after our 10th episode might be like yeah. a good time to look at bringing on guests. Mm-hmm. And if you guys are local to Charlotte and you think that you have something to bring to the podcast too, for sure, we would yeah. love for you to reach out. We have some people on our mind from people in the beauty industry Mm -hmm. and outside of it just as entrepreneurs so
1: yeah it's definitely broader than just skincare industry but some people are definitely in the skincare industry that are close friends other business owners stuff like that exactly yeah we got a little list of people but definitely
0: yeah for sure so faith did take her time to like put all this together (laughs) and i think it's really cool because there's like a lot of messy skin in here Mm -hmm. as you guys know faith is a business owner, outside of just owning her facial or yeah. spa business, she also has a skincare business. So you can see different things featured from Messy Skin, you can yes. see our girl Tink over here, <laughs> shout out to Tink.
1: Uh, she was my little model, so yes. we had to put her up there. For um, sure.
0: We got the beautiful Tiana
1: up there. <laughs> so we got a couple things going on, but it's definitely, like, it's all, all skincare. Yes. That was the vibe. That's yeah. what we are going for. So yeah, for I think sure. it kind of zones us in, I thought. There was a possibility of too much going on, but it kind of... It's, like, sitting with us really well really right well. now. So, <laughs> we're, like,
0: yeah, this is this nice. Night. This is nice. So, if you guys like this setup or you like the other one, definitely comment down below and tell us. Or if you're, like, it's ugly, go back. No, for sure. <laughs> Be, like, this is trash or this is fire. Let us know in yeah. the comments. And um, also, before we dive into chemical peels, we definitely wanted to talk about, like, last skipping week. and a, a skipping week. Skipping a week.
1: Um. We both Universe. had things we we both had a lot going on and I know we definitely had pre recorded at least for the week that I knew I was probably gonna Exactly and then that just kind of extended to the next week. So thankfully we did have our waxing demo video that we yes. did have like archived that we could put up for you. Um but yeah, that's really why we were out. We yeah, really try sure. to pre record as much as possible. Yes. So that like we Four don't months. Yeah, so we don't run into that problem. <laughs> take an intermittent break
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we're also with children <laughs> um but yeah and then we also took i also had to take a break last week because my boyfriend got his wisdom tooth pulled
1: quite frankly yeah you had to nurse him <laughs> i yeah
0: quite frankly it was one tooth i got all four of mine removed at once I, you know they
1: say of like, what about they the, say about men? Like yeah, like the more. man cold is 10 times worse. Yeah, it's like. And then the moms are running around with colds and with COVID and exactly, with flus, like still things, doing totally everything. Right, and then men so. are sitting in the bed. Right, I'm holding
0: like, Oh, what can I make you? <laughs> That's a soft food. Would you like to lift your head? Huh, know, but he's running like around now and we're
1: back, so. <laughs> So yeah, we're back on track, and we always try to archive enough so that doesn't happen. But exactly, you know, things happen.
0: Things happen, life happens. You guys understand, especially as moms and entrepreneurs, and just wearing so yeah. many hats in life. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, we try to get we try to get together once a week, you know. But record enough, just but record enough. <laughs> <know, just okay. laughs>
0: um, but, but today we're back on track and. We have a lot of good information for you guys. I wrote down some things that I knew I wanted to address, and then we look at Faith's notes, and she just has so many things. Mm -hmm. So we definitely have a lot of things for you guys today. And I feel like a good place to start is just like, what is a chemical peel?
1: Yeah, so a chemical peel is just basically a professional um, high percentage uh, deep chemical exfoliation to the skin. Yeah. Um, it denatures the protein in the skin that allows the separation of superficial layers of the skin. So, like, getting off that dead skin layer, um, helping to kind of get a faster turnover, like, cell turnover in the skin. Um, helps to stimulate elastin and collagen and all that kind of stuff. Because you're basically... Um, there's a couple of different kind of treatments in the room that kind of do the same thing different ways. Yeah. Um, but we are kind of trying to... In the safest way possible, damage your skin so that it overreacts to a healing process. Exactly,
0: that's how I literally explained it to my client last week, and we're doing a series. And Mm -hmm. I was like, not in a scary way, so don't take it in a scary way. way,
1: But it sounds pretty much
0: like doing a controlled burn burn on your skin, so that your skin cells (laughs) can rapidly heal and regenerate and come back. In a better way.
1: As scary as that sounds, it's very safe in the treatment room, but it can be very scary at, at home. home. Right. So it's not something <laughs> that you should be doing at home because it's not controlled. Exactly. Um, it's not done by a professional.
0: And we'll go back and into it a little bit more, burn. but some people need mm-hmm. some type of peels and some people can't even get those like, type of those peels, peels. peels. Or so. they're going to be using the
1: wrong ones that they don't need. Exactly. And too much too many like places like on your skin there's just you don't know a lot of there's a lot of things that can go wrong at home for sure so just don't do it
0: yeah and there's lots of honestly if you're not with the right professional because we'll talk about it later there could even be things that mm-hmm. go wrong in the room like and, unfortunately yeah. not from us not from mm-hmm. faith like not from licensed professionals who know what they're talking mm-hmm. about but from people who maybe just are like yeah i'm gonna jump in and just start doing stuff like, yeah. you want to be educated before you just start like
1: mm-hmm. And as we go back to like doing peels at home, there are peels at home that are safe, but they're not the same as professional grade chemical peels in the treatment room. Right. Like even in my line, I have like an exfoliating like peel but it's it's a much smaller percentage of those acids, so it's yeah. it's really an at-home exfoliation. Yeah, it's not an at-home peel. Exactly. But you may see peel in some over-the-counter products that are okay to use. Right. You just have to be careful about like the percentage of what acids and like what type of acids you're using for your skin type. Um, we'll kind of break down also like different acids and what they it stands help.
0: for means. Yeah. Each
1: what they stand for, what they mean, what um like the concerns that they help target. Yeah. So you kind of get a better idea of if these acids, not just in chemical peels in the treatment room, because we kind of decide that on what you need and what your skin type needs and what your skin type can handle. But these acids are also in some over-the-counter products. So yeah. you may get a better idea of like, oh, I could be using that at home. Exactly. Obviously not at home chemical peels. But but that pro-
0: that, ingredient that ingredient with your at-home skin hair. So. Yeah.
1: <sighs> um, and there are also different levels of chemical peels, right? In the All chemical room. peels
0: aren't built the same. No, I Good. always have to explain that to my clients. Like, they're like, Oh, well, I don't really think I'm prepared to shed like a snake mm-hmm. or something. I'm like, Cool, because there's typically a slew, yes. of probably more peels that don't, don't. make you peel <laughs> like that than there are that.
1: Make you I always up. tell people when you look things up online, you're going to see the most extreme, Definitely. the most clicked on thing, you know, clickbaity, which is going to be somebody looking crazy. Right. Um, but that's not the normal. That's right. not like your typical um, peel that we do. And there's different layers. There's different la- levels. I can't speak. Um, typically, you go in like a three, but there's always in between that. But there's typically like your light Peels, which we call like a lunchtime peel. Right. um, Which literally means that you could go on your lunch break and get this peel and go back to your like regular day um, routine. Yeah. And it not be any different. Um, And then you go up in like depths of medium depths and then you're like super deep depths. Now, I will say the deep, deep peels typically be typically are on, like, the medical side. Right. Um, We typically deal with medium to medium deep peels. That's about as far as we go. And I always tell people that's about as far as most people need. Yeah. Um, Most people do not need that, like, super deep, deep um, exfoliation um, of a super deep peel. Um, And that's where you tend to see those, like, crazy snake shedding faces. Um, Those tend to be in, like, med spas with, like, doctors and, Mm -hmm. like, really high medical
0: supervision yeah. is
1: there like there's estheticians mm-hmm. who might be providing it but there's at
0: least it's like under yeah a medical professional um
1: like there are percentages of things that we can't get as yeah, esthetician like, there's like a there's a line between like an esthetician and like your medical grade and most people don't need that medical grade so i wouldn't say like what we're doing is not good enough cuz most people need that's as far as you need that's the baseline that you need um those can get you extremely good results yeah um but Those are what we typically deal with. Um, And a lot of people will come in and, like, for their first time, get those lighter Mm peels and work their way way up up. um, in depth for peels. Because you want to, like, kind of get your skin more adjusted to it so that you're not causing damage in the long run. You want to, like, slowly break off those, like, chip at the layers. Yeah, it's
0: like working out. You just don't go in there Mm -hmm. and just start bench pressing the biggest thing on there. You work your way up with your strength and your Mm -hmm. resilience, and then you can... And that's going to get you this. the
1: most results. It is, is. Sure. You go in there and you go to bench your absolute max, you're going to pull something, you're going to strain it, and you're going to injure yourself. Exactly. So it, you don't have to jump to the biggest, baddest peel first. Right.
0: We always say we're looking for a healthy, balanced skin. This is the best way to work your way up to just, like, stable, consistent, mm-hmm. good skin.
1: Yeah.
0: You don't ever want to find that one chemical peel that just does the trick, like mm-hmm. right like
1: yeah. right away. You're just not like going you don't go to, to the gym
0: like with that one fix, like
1: Yeah, you're you're not gonna get fit overnight. You're not exactly. gonna get clear skin overnight. Chemical peels tend to be a treatment course process. A lot of people do see benefits in their first peel yeah but you're not going to be where you want to be on your first peel right Um, so let's
0: talk about like what a series of peels are and why you might want to do a series and Mm -hmm. what that looks like then
1: well not only do you want to build your tolerance up and build like your depth of that peel so that it can get all the way to where it needs to go to get all the concerns you're looking for, right? But we also may use a series of different types of peels. Exactly, you may not come in and get the same peel every um, facial. Exactly, oh, we may you may start off with one peel, go to another chemical, like there's a combination of peels that just may be your perfect match that work best for you.
0: Exactly, I have a client, we just locked in a series of six chemical peels so with that series of six like we started off with like a more gentler mm-hmm. peel and i like and she's also a client that i've had like consistently and we've done enzymes so i was like yeah. this peel is just we're just going to see like where your baseline mm-hmm. is like this is a good starting peel you might not even see any peeling and and that's okay that's another thing when it comes to seeing peeling is that doesn't mean it's working or yes. not working visible Some people,
1: peeling doesn't equal results exactly and also the more you work up your tolerance too you won't see some You'll people see less, will yeah. see more the first time rather than the more and they it do them as they mm-hmm. go yeah. and some might be the other way because they might be getting more but de- it really is so dependent on your skin and like how it and, what and what you're doing do- and mm-hmm. just everything your aftercare and all that kind of stuff exactly
0: is- so with this client specifically um we started with a The BHA acne Mm -hmm. peel because that was just like a good baseline for me to start. And we're going to work our way up into stronger um, peels like Mm -hmm. as we go. Um, But as Faith just mentioned, um, as far as like pre and post like peel care in that series of six. I don't know if you do it like this, but I have people like purchase the pre and post care Mm -hmm. for their chemical peels. We talk about what you should be doing to work your skin into being able to have a chemical Mm -hmm. peel and then what you need to be doing afterwards. Like don't go use that glycolic, whatever you might have after your peel. Let's use some more gentler things to heal your skin. So um, using a, doing a series of peels, I feel like in my opinion, helps, Used the most. helps the most like mm-hmm. doing a one chemical peel. It's yeah. just like you want to yeah. see ultimate
1: results, unless you're literally trying to do like a red carpet peel, where right? You just need to look brighter, you know, more even for whatever. Like, that's a one time thing, right? But if you have major concerns, if you're not like an a chemical one.
0: peel, you need yeah. more than one. We yes. need to start a series. That's just it's it is happen. what it is. Um, and no matter who you go see, you should be looking for someone who is, um, encouraging you to get that series instead of like making it yeah. in your mind that it's going to be a one-time, a one-time thing. All.
1: Um And then mm-hmm. what you were saying with like the pre and post-care, um, I typically will just like run down with what they're using currently. Mm-hmm. Um, I always have... I personally have on my booking site for them to go ahead and fill out some things to make sure they're not they're not using anything that's a contra um contradictive to the peel so we make sure that anything like that is stopped prior to the peel um and then I always assess people at the time of their peel to see what they need where they can start usually start pretty uh gentle and work our way up um and then I always give people an aftercare um list of things to do don't do like I have that for them to keep. I usually text them that. Mm-hmm. So that they have that to keep and we'll always have that to look back on to make sure that they're doing everything properly. And then we go over it at the time of the treatment, but I always have that given to them so that they don't forget what I tell them. Right. Um, and then I also obviously go over like what they're currently using and I let them know, hey, this is going to be good for after your peel. I wouldn't use this for at least a week or two mm-hmm. post peel. Um, and I give them all that information, but I typically have them I fix and, like, switch out anything that they're currently using 100%. to make sure they're using, like, the right products. Um, and we can kind of get in on that on our next episode that we will be talking about retail. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be having an episode all about retail and selling retail and different things like that. So, that kind of goes into that, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, we'll leave that for that episode. But I also sell my line. Um, I'm going to be selling other lines, too. So, I mix those in with what I know is going to help them the best during that recovery time. Right. So that's that's my go-to.
0: So I know you had mentioned before you were like, Um, any contraindications, like you assess people and stuff like that. And that's a major thing, um, as an esthetician to make sure you're looking for as um, a client to make sure you're being asked these questions before you go to peel, because there are plenty of people that peels are great for. And then there are some people where peels are just going to damage your skin yes. or they're not good for you. Um So I think that this is a good time to talk about the contraindications. Um f- For me, speaking from experience of having taken this medication, yes. a big contraindication is Accutane. Yeah, that's one
1: of your um, biggest. That's just the no. Yeah, you're just going to completely be out of the question. Yeah, like there's sadly. no
0: questions about it. And it's not just like if they're currently taking after ca- a- Accutane. It's like at minimum six months, I mm-hmm. think. Um I'll That's definitely it. what it is for waxing and I'm going to say 99% it's for waxing, sure it's, it's for chemical, for chemical peels as well. It's six months it's so that much you have stronger. to be out of it um, because Accutane is just an extremely strong medication. Mm-hmm. Um, And we could probably do a whole episode on Accutane. Yeah, because you know all about that. Yeah, and, like, experiences of Accutane. But just, like, I'll put it just in a quick perspective for it. Like, there's one time I completely forgot as an esthetician. Like, (laughs) I was like, dang, I got a mustache. I'm going somewhere. And I had these, like, quick little, like, little, like, strips Mm -hmm. I could do. And I did it. And I did the other side. And for For mm, over a week, I was walking around with a scab on my lip. Yeah.
1: A scab. I mean, Accutane is so yeah. sensitizing that you can't even do, like, scrubs. No, for on sure. On your face, you can't do exfoliating mask at home. And like, it's your so whole you body, actually. Like, so careful.
0: Yeah, you have to be extremely careful. It stops the oil production in your body and just all different yeah. types of
1: things. And it's... Which is very protective of your skin. Yeah, exactly. I think people... So your skin
0: is just out there, like... Yeah, people forget how crazy. much
1: oil Import protects oil your skin. Is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, But... Just a list of the kind of the things that I have on my intake forms um, mostly are like those things, um, Accutane. There are other topical medications that we have um, that we'll, like, talk about. It's usually prescription um, things that you want to avoid. And some prescription medications, you can still get peels, but you'll just need to stop them about a week prior um, and then a week post so that you're not interfering just because it will sensitize the skin and you don't want to, like, have... Just burning, lifting of the skin. Like you don't want to cause extra sensitivity because those might cause that for you. So if you stop them just prior, you won't really have those effects. Um, And then some other indications are sunburn. You can't have yeah. a current sunburn. Um, that can really damage the skin if you have a peel over. Your skin's sunburn. already trying to recover. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so you need to let that heal first. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously a big thing after staying out of the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I have? Pregnancy.
0: It's not a no-go for all. I don't believe.
1: No, pretty much for a lot. Pregnancy can be a contraindication for some acids, but not all. There are definitely safe pregnancy acids you can do your vitamin c you can do your kojic acid um basically, you like, can more do like, i want to say lactic too probably lactic
0: like i was gonna say mostly like it's lactic, not like the other kojic. stuff isn't
1: natural but basically mm-hmm. just more like on the they you just don't want anything like everything you put on your skin is gonna go into your bloodstream you exactly. gonna travel to baby um you just don't want anything you don't want to put jesner tca is in glycolic salicylic, salicylic um benzol you don't want to have those exactly. but there are safe peels so don't be like i I can't get out. anything yeah um, and there are also enzymes there are also like just a lot gentler. just a slew of
0: alternatives yes, there are to find like a deep
1: exfoliation treatment for so yourself. you're not out of the running of a peel but even maybe we just doing have hydro to have a peel that's safe for pregnancy yeah we just have to be aware of that before your treatment so that we know where to go um, laser treatments mm-hmm. um there's a certain amount of time before you can get stuff done with that. Also surgery, facial surgery, exactly. Botox, any like injection, injection, injectable, <laughs> injectable, um, stuff like that. Any plastic surgery, things like that. You typically have to wait. Uh, some things are week. Some things are more like, than that. Yeah. Maybe two. Um, and then skin allergies. Um, if you had known skin allergies of anything, we didn't know about that prior. Um, I think that's pretty much the biggest contraindications, Um, waxing. Yeah. You can't have any waxing a week or two before a peel. I would do two weeks just in case, but a week typically is fine too. Um, But that's about the biggest contraindications. Using tanning beds. Yeah. That's another one too. That kind of goes hand in hand with like the The sunburn. sun exposure. Yeah. Because, well, that's a big thing after too. Just because we tell you not to have sun exposure, your tanning bed is the same. Exactly. Those are the same property. Exposure. They're going to give you the same damaging effects. Exactly. So uh, stay away from those.
0: Exactly. And the contraindications are important to check for because, like we literally said in the beginning of this episode, is that this is a controlled burn, like a controlled treatment that if you're lying or maybe forgetting, like you need to really make sure you're answering these questions properly because it's just like in science like you have an experiment then you have the controlled experiment Mm -hmm. like these are you know what's gonna happen we know what's gonna Mm -hmm. happen and the only way to find these great results is teamwork and working together
1: with your esthetician and with your client you're only hurting yourself if you're lying oh yeah about these things definitely so and it's going to be on you it's not going to be on the esthetician yeah you can't blame them for you having these side effects you having these damaged skin because you didn't do something that they told you to do
0: exactly another thing for all of our estheticians listening is at least for me um and i know some other estheticians and i'm not sure about faith Mm -hmm. but i have people filling out like intake like Signing forms. Like, I have a pre...
1: You do physical. Right.
0: I have physical forms. Mm -hmm. And then also, for peels specifically, outside of the intake, Mm -hmm. like, you are getting a chemical peel. Yeah. This is your pre and post care. And you will sign on this line that says you will abide by these things. And you're aware of these things. Mm -hmm. And we talked about them. Because you need to make sure you're protected. Even outside of just doing those forms, I have insurance, Mm -hmm. some companies make you provide your insurance yeah, before you can, purchase, you can their peels. purchase their peels mm-hmm. um so making sure that you're covered like professionally yeah. even if you think oh this is like one of my long clients and they're just so yeah. cool and mm-hmm. oh, i'm just going to let it go and yeah. that might be the going client who you know doesn't listen goes back out into the sun gets really negative mm-hmm. results from their chemical peel and then they're looking at you like you did something mm-hmm. crazy and then if you have yourself covered you can be like Yeah. Remember, Jennifer,
1: I told (laughs) you this
0: and you need to be doing it.
1: I told you and we see that you did not do it. Right. (laughs) So those are now on you, though. That's outside of my control. Right. There's only so much I can do in the room. Right. I can tell you what to try to. I can't hold your hand. Yeah. You have to take responsibility. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: And then what are kind of your main aftercare procedures for your clients? Yeah.
0: So with aftercare, obviously, number one, probably every single esthetician will say is wearing your sunscreen and limiting your yeah. sun exposure. And I always tell my clients, like, even as simple as like putting on a hat.
1: Yeah. I, like, that's what I've we're, been recommending a lot lately. I literally <laughs>
0: am always like, grab a hat, put your hat on, make sure you're using your SPF and the hat. It's not, oh, put your hat on and you don't use, yeah. no, you have to use SPF and you get to umbrella lie. No, for real. <laughs> like some people will be like, oh, well, I'm not like going out like to the pool. I'm just, running errands all day. Girl, it is like, the summertime. That's sun You're still in the car. You're, you're in, the still car. in the car the sun's coming through. I don't care what's going on. So number one, my aftercare is SPF, sun protection, staying out of the sun, a commitment of basically kind of like being a little hermit for a little yeah, bit
1: Yeah, I tell people zero sun exposure for 24 to 48 hours. Exactly. and then after that, complete. So I, I tell people this, but I also reiterate you should always be using sunscreen, but please. 100% be reapplying your sunscreen every day throughout the day for at least a week or two after your peel. Exactly. Like making that a very much of a habit. Um, post exactly. peel because we don't wanna you don't wanna sit here and spend all this money, do all this, go through these treatments, and then you have more damage from not wearing sunscreen. Right. We're not here to take y'all's money. Like imagine going in <laughs> for a treatment to get rid of a dark spot and then not wearing sunscreen it and getting a worse. new dark spot. Yeah,
0: getting even worse than it was <laughs> when you came in. Like so. that's
1: horrible. Um, it's not worth it. It's a right. simple task. Like, no, right? for sure. Just make a, it. A it takes one second. If you're going like, to spend second, like, the money on appeal, spend the money. Make it a habit. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Um, I don't care I if do. you have to
1: put one in your car, put one, put in, one in your purse, put one, one in in a, the, at your house, put at the sink, one at your yeah the counter <laughs> beside your care. bed, whatever you need to do. Just make sure you have them. Exactly.
0: Another thing that I um obviously instruct is if I have my clients because like I said, most of my clients buy the things that. And like you said, I'll if they're using certain things, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, repurchase this, this because instead. it's mine yeah. and I'm selling it. No. Like, I we'll always... figure out what to add in mm-hmm. and what you should stop using. But basically, I make sure that they stop using their actives um, mm-hmm. after the peel. And we're just using more of, like, a, a gentle approach yeah. of the basics. Um, hydration and all that good stuff after appealed. So,
1: yeah, really- I, I know that you have on your like intake form to like make them fill out what products they're using. I exactly. typically was always going, and I still do go over that in the treatment room when I have them, but I now have added that also to my intake form so that I can like go over it too because sometimes it's easier for people while they're at home booking mm-hmm. or whatever to like, oh, this is what I have. Let me see what I have, write right. it down so that I have it instead of them being in my treatment room being like, oh, um, I, use, I use this... Uh, pink uh serum thing, it's a clear, uh, it's you know like,
0: the yeah, brand you know that right. brand. it's in that pink bottle yeah I don't know, know every skincare <laughs> brand I'm not the skincare uh, episode and I'm always
1: like take a picture of it and like send it yeah. and even if I tell people like outside of um just peels and stuff like that like if they're just asking what should i be using is this good like i'm like send me a picture make sure there's ingredients on that picture so i can like i'm not just looking at a brand i'm looking at your product
0: oh what do you use and they just send a picture of like the The product now i have to go and find the
1: ingredients because yeah that's the important part the (laughs) the ingredients (laughs) is the important part not the brand like i don't care about what's on the front of the bottle let me see the back exactly and tell me what it is too some people will send me ingredient lists and i'm like what is this a cleanser right what is this right for sure that's one hundred percent. Working with your esthetician and making their job easy too. They're yeah. trying to help you, so yeah, help them out while they're helping but you. But it's crazy
0: because no matter how many times I like they, they fill out their. I, for me, the funniest one is when I like tell someone to fill out their intake form. What um skincare products are you using? Cleanser, moisturizer. I'm like, but but what? What? So you have to make sure with any facial or treatment, but also specifically with chemical peels because it's just more like a deeper treatment you're just finding out exactly what they're using yeah. don't just take the creamy cleanser from xyz for it's word yeah like, because that
1: out. might have something in it that exactly like the key point to Whatever you're using in the treatment room, or the key point to what's going on in their skin. Exactly. So like that's the important part.
0: And if you ever have a client like booking um, for a chemical peel, well, I don't do chemical peels on my first-time clients, but like if anybody is like interested in it, I just make sure that we're just on a different level mm-hmm. with communication. Like communication is definitely key. Yeah. So
1: I think that's that's also something that we can talk about. In different, like I think there's different approaches. Every esthetician has a different approach to peels. Um, I'm not opposed to doing first time peels. Um, they tend to be those lighter peels. Um, yeah. But I do go in depth about like their routine, what they're doing, what they're using, stuff like that, um, so that I know if they're ready for it and stuff like that. And obviously, start off low. Some people like to start off with enzymes. Some people like yeah. to start off different places. Um, Usually, that's what I do. I guess I do take first time.
0: Peel, yeah, but, but like on the when enzyme. someone's like, "Ooh, I want to do a peel." Mm-hmm. My first time treatments like that are pretty much always yeah. an enzyme.
1: I do have peels though that are just as gentle There's as an a enzyme. Lot in- image that are pretty. Chill. Yes, that I use safe peels so that I, it doesn't bother me to do first time peels yeah. because I know that it's not going to have any um, bad reactions that an enzyme wouldn't. Exactly. Um, so it definitely depends on what brands you're using. I do use multiple brands. Um, I use what are out. some of your
0: top brands for um, chemical
1: peels? Top top brand obviously is um, Image Peels. Um, I do use Skin Scripts. Um, I also use. Um, why is my brain blanking? It's Skin something. Um, not skin cuticles.
0: I don't know if they have chemical peels.
1: No, it's not skin cuticles. Um, they're it's like skin therapy it's something. Okay. Um it's I really do like I only use one of their foam peels, um, but I really do like it. It's pretty gentle. Um, GlyMed has good peels. Those are the ones that I've used yeah. so far right now. Those are my top ones that I haven't used. Um Skin Crip has good enzymes. Mm-hmm. Um, GlyMed has good stuff. Um, but Image tends to be one of the safer ones that I like to work for around. All people. Um, yeah. Those are the ones that if I'm going to start you off first, you're probably going to get an image peel. Yeah. Um, I work my way up to like other stronger um, TCA TCA peel Desner. tend to be like the SkinScript brand, um, but Image just has a lot safer, gentle um, formulations of and their varieties peels too. They have a lot of different uh, varieties. For huge variety. Um, I have multiple image peels. Yeah, I literally have probably like two, I'm, 13. Yeah, I'm probably, I low
0: key, I know I don't have every single peel that they have, but I have like a good amount of peels that they have. Um, I don't and then I have skin script.
1: I don't have every peel that they have, but that's just because of my clientele. Right. Like I don't have, I maybe have one or two peels that can be geared towards like the aging skin, but I typically it's not
0: specifically for the aging. I don't Same have a lot, a lot of aging clients.
1: Yeah, I don't have a lot of um, more mature skin clients. And with that, I do have peels that are like the trifecta. Like they hit this spot, this spot, and this yeah. spot. And I know that they're going to help with fine lines. They collagen line. and they also. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't get ones that are like solely for wrinkles because I don't use it enough. So it's just going to sit there and it's going to go bad. Same. Um, so I'd rather use one that can hit that spot too and hit my other spots and... Be able to be used for multiple people, right? Um,
0: and when you start getting familiar with chemical peels, yeah.
1: you're like, "Oh, I use this, this is, the most." Right?
0: This is this. You know, you this just is more universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, you definitely. I definitely have ones that I grab faster than others. Like you get comfortable with, right. like, the I know one. this does this. I've seen the results. Um, I know this is this, like the the go to my right. go to's so. Yeah, so let's are... talk about
0: different types of peels. I guess when it comes to like the actual type, like we've said the words, like oh, a glycolic, a Jesner, a TCA, but what are these peels and you know what do each do and what do they cater to?
1: Yeah, so just going like a breakdown of your basic ones that you're going to run into. Um, your glycolic is going to help with pigmentation, aging, texture. That's that's one of those all arounders that glycolic is there's different levels of a glycolic peel but a, glypo- uh, a glycolic peel can be a lunchtime peel and a glycolic peel can be a medium depth peel no for it sure. really depends on the percentage of it um but it is definitely a really good starter brightener like really and just good for like
0: a lot of concerns pretty, it's just red like, carpet um first time peel right glycolic just also just reach it hits so mm-hmm. many different people i'm like this is not only good for your hyperpigmentation, but it's also anti-aging. Yeah, so this is hitting love, two
1: spots. Like we love a universal peel that's going to hit so many different things. Exactly. Um, you're going to receive results somewhere, right? <laughs> um, salicylic, one of those deeper peels. It tends to be um, one that you want to work your way up to, or have a low percentage that you start mm-hmm. off with. Usually um, treating acne, acne oil over oil production. Um, and tone of the skin, yeah. that's, that's your like go-to acne, cystic acne, things like that, peel. Um, and all these acids may be formulated differently, maybe different percentages, different Um, combinations, combination. You can have combinations of, um, different acids, um, Salicylic and lactic is used a lot together. Yeah. Uh, for different things, your lactic is going to help improve the discoloration, like melasma, um, a lot of different hyperpigmentations, mm-hmm. um, improve skin elasticity, um, loose skin, and the oil. So that lactic is one of those ones that, like, oh, I can use this with a hyperpigmentation client, or I can use this with somebody that has a lot of wrinkles and exactly. um, fine lines. Um, I definitely so like, lactic acid. Love like lactic acid. It's like lactic acid glowing. Mm-hmm. Acid, I yeah. feel like. It's a really nice, even toned. Yeah. Um, not too crazy. Um, it usually it's literally derived like from milk, milk. Milk, yeah. Um or like That's the I'm saying, those are the ones that are usually
0: more safe for the pregnant yeah. clients. Yeah. Like using things that are derived from natural ingredients mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, the other super,
1: super harsh chemicals. Exactly. Um TCA is going to be another big one for hyperpigmentation. Um, it really helps with, like, deep scarring, pigmentation. Um, acne. It does hit certain yeah. types of acne. Um, not all acne, but it does hit um, certain types of acne. It can help improve. So if you're struggling with, like, some acne and some acne scarring, it may help and you. So with that's a good peel, that. like, for a little mm-hmm. combo, yeah. Um, kojic acid. Another big one for having pigmentation, also when it's safe for pregnancy mm-hmm. um, and can help with, like, there is, like, your pregnancy mask or the melasma that you can get from pregnancy hormones. Kojic acid is a really good one for yeah. that. Um, I definitely had to use that in this second pregnancy because I was having... Um, like,
0: some melasma Yeah, pop-up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and then you have, like, your Jesner, which is a mid-aggressive peel. It's usually it's a mix of... Um, A couple of different acids in there but helps with um pigmentation again and a couple of other things um then you have like your really lighter peels like a vitamin c peel right like that's close to a lunch that is definitely a lunchtime peel and like literally dry skin super like uh dull right um, definitely dehydrated dehydrated dull Mm textury looking skin. That's really one that like you can't go too wrong with Mm -hmm. because it's going to give you like really nice, plumped, beautiful after look. Right. Another thing to mention when it comes to
0: these different peels because we've just named like a slew. A lot of times (laughs) as a professional when you look online it will say these are safe for this Fitzpatrick. And a lot of times you need to be like not even a lot of times. Every time you look at a peel, mm-hmm. anytime you look at a product that's like a deeper treatment, more than just like your cleanser, your toner, your serums, you need to be looking at like, is this safe for all Fitzpatricks? Yeah. Because you don't want to throw a peel on somebody mm-hmm. and like just completely damage their skin. Yeah. I mean, literally, we can change people's lives for the better, <laughs> yeah. or you can ruin someone's yeah. life. And I mean, just imagine how that would feel to like go get a chemical peel and now you just have like this patchy discolored skin that just looks crazy um and damaged and it's because people weren't looking to see. So just remember um, when you're doing chemical peels or really any treatment is just to like be aware of like the Fitzpatrick, which for anyone who isn't an esthetician, that's basically like the complexion it has to do a lot with complexion not all the way but you're looking at people's like lifestyle their ethnicity and just different things it's gonna be more
1: of like how your skin reacts to different things whether you are very pale do you easily burn when you go outside
0: or do you not really so much and do you um scar like Mm -hmm. in certain ways and get keloids or not so much and so you look at these things and you want to make sure that specifically the four to six Fitzpatrick, you're making sure it's safe for those people yeah. as well. So. That's
1: why I really like the peels that I do use because I like to not have to worry about who, who's what, who's what yeah. if I'm going to do damage somebody's skin, especially uh, like a darker complexion. Um, you typically will see people talk about them, their bad experiences. Um, typically when they do have darker complexion and then having more, um, like pigmentation after a peel, mm-hmm. typically those do come from those really aggressive deep peels.
0: Yeah, um, and that's you either where you're prepped gonna, for. You or prepped just for, not for you.
1: bad aftercare, or it really wasn't for your skin type. Yeah. Um, but that typically that safe area, um, typically goes out the window with those deeper peels. For sure, you you have a lot more risk with those. So, 100%. um, I literally just had a client come the other day, and she went to. Um, like a med spa mm-hmm. because she had previously come to me for peels and has improved so much so she was like oh I'm gonna go do this like medical e- grade peel, peel yeah. just to like you know boost it all up and yeah. like get that last finish like perfect skin yeah and now she has come back with like all this acne like and it's called like purging stuff like that and they like say oh you need you know this amount of time before you're really gonna see like all the results but I mean a lot of money spent on this pill to like almost go backwards, revert, yeah. And I'm like, Come back, right? Come just come back. back. Let's get you back. I to where really you were. like the the way that we do our pills the like, um, like just the layers that we can do, the timeline that we can do, so that you can see your best results and not have to go through that crazy phase for sure. Um, and not have to spend all the money too. Yeah. That has to That's the same thing with laser. Um, I know I've heard people's experience with lasers where it's just not worth it Mm -hmm. for the same result.
0: It's so interesting because I know people who have gotten lasered. I probably know one person that swears by getting lasered, but everyone else that I've met that got lasered, like... They just... You'd have to consistently still get lasered. Yeah. Like, especially because I feel like the people who are getting lasered, it's not people who just have, like, regular hair growth that's, like, probably way darker and way coarser. Well, that... At least for the people I've met. And, like, they've gotten their full series and, like, have to go get another full series.
1: Definitely like, with hair, like, hair removal laser, um...
0: Oh, you mean, I've like, laser, mixer, laser but resurfacing, but
1: also facial, like, with facial? Yeah, okay. so, like, pigmentation, stuff like that. Um, I've seen a lot of people just, like, it really wasted their money. And it was extremely painful yeah. for what they could come and do, spend a fraction of the money, and, and get the same time. results. Yeah. But even just get the same results in a couple peels yeah. that you do in a couple laser treatments that were just not worth it. Right. Not worth right. it. So you get a lot more bang for your buck with I chemical Chemical peels. Peel. That's why they're my favorite. Um, treatment to do because they just, they're just, they're just for everybody. There's something out there that I mean, when I say everybody, that don't have the contraindications. Right. There's appeal for so many concerns. Right. So like when you book a chemical peel with me, you're not booking one. Like, I don't have just one bottle in here no, that it's I'm like, throwing a on people's faces. Peel. It's a chemical peel. It's, there's You can tell me, I'm dealing with this. All right, I can use this peel. I'm dealing with this. Right. Oh, I can use this peel. Mm-hmm. So many different peels for literally any concern out there. Exactly. So, I just, they're so universal. And they're just, they have my heart because they, I love the results. I love the minimal downtime. I, I've i seen the, like, best results overall for different skin concerns yeah so they my go to
0: right you mentioned something before and i definitely want to talk about it because me and my client were talking about it when she got her chemical peel um what do you like with purging what are what should your expectations be and do you feel like every client does purge no. um i was telling her like people do but everyone doesn't and it depends on what so- kind of
1: peel you're getting to what Concerns you're dealing with, I don't see as much like purging with the basic peels that I do. Mm -hmm. Um, I typically would see more purging when it came to more physical exfoliation, and that's like microdermabrasion Mm -hmm. um, um, hydrodermabrasion stuff like that that's actually like pulling up from the skin Mm -hmm. your chemical peels are more sloughing off the dead skin they're going they're acids that are going into the skin and like doing their job it's not really like pulling it up yeah so it really depends on what peel you're using what acid you're using what skin concern you're dealing with um but typically with the ones that i use i hardly ever see right purging
0: now i was actually talking to my client because she was like dang i feel like i got a couple extra like breakouts like after the peel and i was like well first of all she's small purging is yeah. normal and i was like well like, that major. isn't yeah that isn't anything crazy and she's already struggling with acne and um also this was something that i, I don't know why i just felt like an epiphany to me now after we've been in, in a pandemic for like over yeah. a year but i was like She works in a school and has to wear her mask all day long. So I messaged her and I was like, girl, why don't you bring a couple masks with you to school? Because even though she's wearing her mask all day long, she can't just take it off and relax unless no Mm -hmm. one's in the room. But I was like, start changing your mask Mm -hmm. throughout the day because nothing's worse than when I give myself a facial and then I have to put my mask on and I'm like breathing my hot breath air. And like you feel, Mm -hmm. you can literally feel your skin like freaking out. Yeah, it doesn't like it.
1: And so... Um, or even keeping a toner on you, too. Yeah, and exactly. Keeping a good toner on you and just, like... Spritzing your face. Spritzing it or having, or like, a little cotton pad yeah. um, and wiping down your face and then putting that new mask on. Exactly. You'll see a, a wildly different change. change. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's... At the end of the day, like, your provider is going to help you the most to figure out what... Peel is right for you, what depth you need, where you need to start, where like you need to go with it. So um, it's not something that you need to figure out on your own. For sure. It's not something that you need to do at home. It's something that can be very, very, very beneficial to a lot of people, a lot of concerns Yeah, in the treatment room. For sure. I think the last thing I want to say
0: when it comes to not just talking to estheticians but talking to the people the who clients. are clients mm-hmm. Um Because I was talking to Tink and we were just talking about the people who walk in with their stories from giving chemical peels. So, like, I don't talk about, like, red flags when going somewhere to get a chemical peel. Um, The things that we're saying right now, if you're not hearing these things, like wearing your SPF, you're not being told about your pre and post care. If they're not consulting you on what you're using at home already or anything, like, these are places where you should not get a chemical peel. You should say, you
1: know what, I... Don't think yeah. I want to go through it, then that's okay. Nobody's going to come in my room without having their intake form when they booked, and nobody's going to leave my room without me giving them in a, a post care. Exactly. So like, I mean, you that's have to. Pretty big. It's I mean, pretty big for sure. Because you don't want to go in a circle with your results. So exactly. you want to be prepared before and after. I mean, are you going to go into surgery? Or are you going to go into any procedure and then not give you anything right. to do after? Or You're going to go home and be like,
0: what am i what supposed, supposed to, do? to do like and then you don't know and you probably since you weren't told what you need to do don't think do the you're do. yeah or do the wrong thing. and now your skin's messed up because mm-hmm. like we said like you're using you're getting a chemical peel or even using like fade cream you're trying to oh, diminish yeah. your hyperpigmentation and then you're not like with things and then you're not using sunscreen it's going to get worse it will not get better you will be going in a circle
1: you're gonna be paying and... to get more Hyperpigmentation. Yeah, literally, you're going pay to pay to walk outside and say, "Give me more." Right. Give me more. I issues. have all the money to
0: spend because I don't mind. I, I just want worse hyperpigmentation. <laughs> I just want my skin to get worse. And that's like what it is when you're not doing those things. So make sure you're finding the right person. Research. Look on their website. Mm-hmm. Look on their page. Like, see what type of concerns they work with. Yeah. Um, if you see someone and it looks like they never have worked with acne client before then maybe you want to search for someone who seems like they have a better niche in this. Just, like, find the right person. And yep. Do your research when you're getting it done because there's a lot of, like, horror stories when I'm like, seriously? You, they did that? You let somebody. Like, right. <laughs> they they give you a appeal? Like, don't let yeah. them do that to you again. But you don't, we always say this, like, every episode, you don't know what you don't know. So you go in, you're assuming they're a licensed professional and they know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So you get the service. Don't just blindly trust people because they have a storefront and, like, servicing people
1: yeah definitely you always want to like that's why it's a big thing social media right now and just having a platform to showcase what you do right i showcase results things that i do like exactly. you, you want you want people to know that you are used to doing these things right um you feel comfortable doing them like i here's my before and afters of people like these are the process so, like very open yeah. like no closed doors no um let's That's see what secretive. happens yeah. yeah let's just see what happens they say they can do this for me but i have no proof right i'm just gonna go with it right here, here we go people. let's do it you definitely want to feel comfortable with ever whoever your provider is exactly
0: well i hope you guys feel educated by this feel like this is yeah. a good stopping point and we talked all things chemical peels. and yeah this is definitely
1: hit both our clientele regular person and our estheticians that are out there and kind of are diving into peels or are more interested in peels yeah and want to get started and don't be scared to get started on peels when you do your proper research um starting out with safer Mm peels and following the protocol
0: and when you go through um any professional line like i'm th- i haven't at least dealt with a professional line who doesn't have protocols yeah. for their product so you'll have the protocols and just be able to follow them to a t and so you feel comfortable maybe branching out but yeah. the protocol works so follow
1: it and they're not all the same right they're no they're not very you can't just different.
0: look at this protocol yeah. even with one line like you could look at image peels and there's they're different all protocols different. like yeah. some are neutralized themselves which means you don't have to take them off, and some you actually have to remove from the skin. Yeah, you don't so. want
1: to make the mistake of mixing those two up. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this one can just sit. Yeah, no. leave it on for eight hours. Yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, and then that's when you really get messed up. Right. So. <laughs> but, yeah, it's not really something to be too scared to, like, dive into educational-wise. Um, exactly. If you're a provider and you want to get into them, um, it's... As long as you're doing your research or continue education, um, you become comfortable with them. It, it's a great service to offer. And
0: most of these professional lines also have full webinars on yes. how to use this. Webinars, class. full classes, demonstrations, classes. Mm-hmm. We're going to a cosmetic yeah. peel class, um, in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're also going to an esthetician that cares about her, um, continuing continue education, education yeah. that cares about learning more, like, mm-hmm. We love skin, so we're passionate about it. I, I know she was saying she listens to skincare podcasts. I do, too. Mm-hmm. I watch webinars. I'm involved with different, like, forums, like, or Facebook groups with other estheticians. So make sure you're going to people who are passionate yeah, and then love what we they need do. Be that passionate esthetician.
1: Maybe we need to kind of vlog style about that yeah. class. Oh, know? that would be
0: really cool. We should do that, and we will do that, like, we're both going vlog style it and then maybe have a podcast yeah about it like going it. over what it was and post our vlog and then talk about it. Yeah. So you guys can expect to see us reviewing the cosmetics um class and seeing yeah. what it was and That's even also talking a brand about that really it. Do like. Yeah, I've not used anything mm-hmm. from cosmetics, so I'm excited to just get familiar. And I also love those lines that have reps that call you and care and explain things like just before Very this personal. podcast. Barbara from Cosmetics reached out, made sure we was all good getting yeah. signed up, asked if I had questions. So it's good to be with lines like that.
1: Yeah, they get real personal. You you feel comfortable enough to, like, ask your questions that you need. Like, because every, like we said, every line is different. Every yeah. um, peel is different. Like, you want to know what's best f- for your, like, your treatment room, if yeah. they fit into your a style of treatment so having somebody that you feel comfortable talking to open to communication is really key exactly i've even had times where i'm
0: like i'm gonna take pictures of your skin and send it into the line and say what do you think is best Mm -hmm. like just to see so make sure you're open for that and uh, make sure you're open ready to hear our next podcast because we have one coming every single monday and we love providing you with this stuff. So, do you have anything, any
1: last things to say before we sign off? So. I think that we hit pretty much all the keys. Yeah. Um, if not, we will always circle around. Exactly. To something. And if you have questions, make sure you guys ask us. So, um, stay active on our social media. Yeah. Um, starting to get really key and consistent about posting. We post, um, you know, clips exactly. of our podcast. Um, whether you're on the go and you just want to like catch highlights that we were talking about, um, key things that we were talking about, we always pull from these podcasts and post on Instagram. Exactly. And then our other platforms. Yeah.
0: Make sure you definitely are tuned in. We post on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, Art Heart Radio, and literally all of the other Whatever ones your go-to as well. Is. Whatever your go-to is. I promise you were there. <laughs> so make sure you guys tune in and we'll see you guys next Monday. Yeah.